how can we be a little more human given all the challenges that we face in this world how can we be a little more human well if you'll stick with me for the next while i want to delve into that very subject and i've got some ideas and a little poetry for us of course so let's start right out with the first poem it's called being a little more human and it goes like this these words are a thought experiment if someone were to ask you to practice being a human being what would you actually do one one maybe find a delicious apple pie then cut your slices a little bigger two attend a banquet and eat too long and too much. Three, do whatever is the easiest, most expedient thing again and again. Four, avert your eyes from a hurting person's gaze. Five, slip out of the hospital doors before the difficulties arrive. Six, stay quiet. Stay quiet. Let that mean, loud person think that you agree. Seven, believe that story. Purchase all that happiness promised in the ads. And eight, when triggered by fear, when triggered by fear, let your lizard brain loose to strike out, to run or freeze. Or perhaps... Or perhaps you would act a little different when asked to practice this art of being human. Remember, this is a poem thought experiment. So let's think about this. One, maybe most times you would cut the pieces of pie that were more fair. Two, maybe you'd eat the good banquet food, yes, but only until full, wanting others to have some too. Three, perhaps you would do the hard thing at times because it's fun. It might help a little. And besides, you like the afterglow. Four, or you might give a dollar to that person who stares blankly in space. Five, or hold the hand of the dying, maybe kiss her forehead. Six, and to that mean, vexatious person, maybe you'd clear your throat, smile, say, well, yes, and there is this too. Seven, you might even find a friend and grow your grateful heart for free. Eight, and when fear triggers, and when fear triggers, maybe you'll breathe deep, get out of harm's way, Grab your lizard brain calming toolkit and do the best you can. So here's the thing about being human. We are story-based animals. We become ourselves through stories. We become ourselves through stories. It's the narrative pickle juice in which we marinate. We might not have direct effect on the juice of our big old social pickling project, but we can control our own little pickle jar.
its juice. If we practice, if we practice, we can get a little more calm when triggered. We can grow a little more quiet and wise within ourselves, with others, and the great other. We can be more helpful and kind, walk each other home, pickle ourselves daily any way we want. Well, I realize that we have jumped right into the poetically deep end of the pool, that poem being a little more human is a poem that I wrote a little bit earlier this year in thinking about all of these questions that are coming up constantly in our political lives, our social lives, and of course, particularly in um, with the social, great social questions and political questions around the Earth's ecology. Um, and, you know, if you are listening to this, of course, you know that this is the Poetry, Passion, and Pleasure podcast where poems are celebrated in both traditional and non-traditional ways. And I thought to myself, with this business of being human and how can we be more human, and of course, this poem, this little poem uh, speaks to that, um, I thought there's a lot at stake. And What's at stake are kind of three things. One, we don't have to only be pickled by our mainstream culture. That's hugely impactful, of course. And we kid ourselves if we think different, if we think that we're not affected by this huge mainstream cultural story, this pickle juice, this narrative that's coming at us every day in many, many thousands of ways, actually. So two, we don't only have to be pickled by our mainstream culture, no matter how strong it is. Two, we can fill our own personal and community jar, pickle jar, with our own chosen juice. Stories, different stories, with friends that we um, hang out with and, and work with, and of course the practices that we um, that we. Uh, uh, undertake, and the poems we read, of course, stories, poems, of course. And three, we can increase our choices and capacities. This is really important, I think. We can increase our choices and our capacities along with our agency if we start paying more careful attention to what the big narratives are trying to uh, where they're trying to, uh, or how they're trying to pickle us, the stories they're telling, and uh, become more cognizant of telling our own story. Now, speaking of that, I've got, I've got uh, two more poems for us. One is called "Serving with Gideon" by the great poet whom I love, and uh, uh, yes, William Stafford, amazing poet, and. Uh, this is a poem that uh, that I've always loved, loved for some time, called Serving with Gideon, again, by William Stafford. It goes like this. Now I remember, now I remember in our town, the druggist prescribed Coca-Cola, mostly, 
in tapered glasses to us and to the elevator man in a paper cup so he could drink it elsewhere because he was black. And no, I remember the Legion gambling in the back room and no women but girls, old boys who ran the town. Well, they were generous to their sons and the sons of friends. And of course, I was almost one. I remember winter light closing its great blue fist slowly eastward along the street, and the dark then, deep as war, arced over a radio show called The Thirties in the great old USA. Look down, stars, look down, stars. I was almost one of the boys. My mother was folding her handkerchief. The library seethed and sparked, right and wrong, arced. And carefully, and carefully, I walked with my cup toward the elevator man. Look down, stars, look down, stars. I was almost one of the boys. My mother was folding her handkerchief. The library seethed and sparked. Right and wrong arced. And carefully, and carefully, I walked with my cup toward the elevator man. What are the costs of being human? And what are the costs of not? Well, in this poem by William Stafford, we see that sometimes the cost of being human is to be an outcast with others who uh, do not hold the same values. Sometimes to be human, to be kind to others, is to be somewhat of an outcast in certain tribes. So there is a cost of being human. But what is the cost of not being human? Well, there are many who have written about this, but I think our heart, maybe even our soul, is slowly crushed day by day as we let human values go and not uh, follow them and not honor them. The human value to love and be connected to each other, of course, and the human value to, to love and be connected to the natural world. That's something that I've thought a lot about and have spoken a lot about on this podcast. Because there is a cost. If we are to be human, it's to understand that we are connected to each other and that we need to be kind to one another. And to be human is to remember, remember ourselves Remember that we are connected to the natural world. We are the natural world. And if we don't honor that, we are seeing all of the challenges that uh, we are, in fact, seeing in the world. Now, I wanted to also, this last poem for our um for this edition of the podcast is a poem by 
Joy Harjo, who is an amazing uh, poem, Native American, and she speaks about many Native American issues and other just good old poetic American issues as well. And uh, this poem is called It's Raining in Honolulu, again by Joy Harjo. goes like this. Remember our theme. What does it mean to be a human being? How can we become more human? How can we do that? What are the costs? What are the costs of not being more human? The poem goes like this. There is a small mist at the brow of the mountain. There is a small mist at the brow of the mountain. Each leaf of flower of taro, tree and bush, shivers, shivers with ecstasy. And the rain songs of all the flowering ones who have called for the rain can be found there, flourishing, flourishing beneath the currents of singing. Rain opens us like flowers or earth that has been thirsty for more than a season. We stop all our talking. We stop all our talking. We quit thinking or blowing sacks to drink the mystery. We listen to the breathing beneath our breathing. We listen to the breathing beneath our breathing. This is how the rain became rain, how we became human. The wetness saturates everything, including the perpetrators of the second overthrow. We will plant songs where there were curses. We will plant songs where there were curses. The poet says in these last lines again, we listen to the breathing beneath our breathing. This is how the rain became rain, how we became human. The wetness saturates everything, including, including the perpetrators of the second overthrow. We will plant songs where there were curses. We will plant songs where there were curses. How's that for a wonderfully radical poem for our personal pickle jar? For the juice that we can uh, purposely and intentionally select for ourselves. Maybe juice that goes against the narrative that larger story uh, of our cultures that we are seeing more and more, not just, uh, well, ecologically, of course, infinite growth on a finite planet is a core story that we realize now is no longer working. It's no longer working. And our many of our political stories are no longer working and our social stories, the stories we tell ourselves about uh, who we are and what we are about, so many things are no longer working. And we need to pickle ourselves. We need to choose our own juice more and more. We need to um, surround ourselves with friends 
that pull this kindness, this cooperative uh, part of us out, this collaborative part out. Um, we need this radical pickle juice, don't we? So Joy Harjo, there's a couple of um, quotes that I wanted to share with you. Um, amazing poet, by the way. Look her stuff up. She's wonderful. Um, we were never perfect, she says. We were never perfect, yet the journey we make together is perfect on this earth who was once a star and made the same mistakes as humans. <laughs> this earth was once a star and made the same mistakes as humans. Love that quote. And then another quote, we are in a dynamic story field, a field of dreaming. Move as if all things are possible. Move as if all things are possible. I just love the way she names this. We are in a dynamic story field. That means that if we want to see change, first in ourselves where we have, um, you know, that's where our agency lies. If we begin to tell ourselves a new story, a different story, if we begin to hang out with friends and loved ones and we're telling each other different stories, and if we are working with new ways to be kind, if we're working with new ways to work with ourselves when we're triggered by fear, when we're triggered in many ways, that is our new pickle juice. That is the way that we can begin to affect even the greater story, even the greater story. Um, let me finish by reading this last piece to the first poem, being a little more human. Let me finish with this last little piece of that poem. So here is the thing about being human. So here is the thing about being human. We are story-based animals. We are story-based animals. We become ourselves through stories. It's the narrative pickle juice in which we marinate. We might not have direct effect on the juice of our big old social pickling project, but we can control our own little pickle jar, its juice. If we practice, if we practice, if we get a little more calm when triggered, we can grow a little more quiet and wise within ourselves with others and the great other. We can be more helpful and kind. Walk each other home. Walk each other home. Pickle ourselves daily any way we want. Any way we want. Well, that is a wrap. That is a wrap. Um, if you have um, learned something or been inspired a little, I'd love it if you would um, um, send the podcast to someone else that you think might enjoy it. And as I always like to say, 
as we wrap up. Until next time and next poems, please take good care of yourself. And if you can, true to uh, the topic of our uh, podcast today, take good care of someone else too. Thanks for listening.